Hello and welcome to The Chat. I'm Michael Detweiler, your host, and today I'm honored to have as my guest Amos Powers. Amos, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and talk with you today. Absolutely. Well, so let's jump right in. I I think one of the questions that, that, that I love to ask and that people out in public say that they love hearing about is... Where was somebody born? Where'd they grow up? You know, where'd they go to school? And so tell us the Amos Powers story. Well, I was uh, born uh, in 1987 in uh, McMinnville. Okay. So, uh, so exactly. Yeah. And uh, so I'm from the Upper Cumberland. I went to uh, started elementary school in uh, Sparta okay. at, at Woodland Park Elementary. My aunt was a uh, student teacher at the time there. So it was can, it was where we could go there. And then uh she moved schools, so we uh, were actually lived across the line in Van Buren, and so I went to the elementary school in Spencer, and then uh, went to the high school there and graduated in 2006. Okay, that's awesome. So so as you were going to school there, did you think, okay, what am I going to do, you know, when I get out of high school? And so how did that affect you in terms of where you chose to go to college or, or if you did? Well, of course, when I was younger, uh, one of my uncles, uh, his dad was in the Air Force, uh, mm-hmm. was a lieutenant colonel, and okay. uh, would always go visit them because they lived uh, just south of Spencer. And uh, so they they, they had uh, history books and hit books on government, and so I would always read those. And then uh, my uncle uh, was really involved in one of the political parties there mm-hmm. in Van Buren, and uh, he actually worked uh, for the state of Tennessee. And uh, I was probably in middle school and he decided to take me to the uh, state capitol to serve as a page one day and so i got that dose of politics right then and uh uh, it always was in the back of my mind that that's what i wanted to to do something in in public service or politics and then when i was a junior in high school i um, was a delegate to the uh, boy state program okay and so that kind of sealed the deal of uh being in politics and public service but also since it was held at tennessee tech uh it was uh, of course i applied to other schools but uh, just there uh, the atmosphere there kind of drew me and so mm-hmm. that's where i applied to tech and and was accepted and, and graduated uh, from tech with my bachelor's degree in political science that's great and you obviously had some great professors there at tech and the in the political science department. I know a bunch of them. Oh, I did. Uh, Of course, uh, one that really stands out is uh, Dr. Michael Gunter. Oh, yes. Uh, And I loved his classes and just just his perspective on on what – his perspective, I think, I don't think I would have gotten it anywhere else at sure. the other schools that I applied to. So, yeah. yeah, we are so fortunate to have such a great university. And then within the university, you think about nursing and engineering, political exactly. science. I mean, we have so many great departments. And if I didn't call your department, it's not because it's not awesome. It is awesome. It, exactly. So. Yeah, just just all over around good school. And it then, of is. course, while I was there, uh, of course, I was in some clubs there sure. at Tennessee Tech. And then... Um, for about a year, I actually served uh, as a football manager for the football team, so that was pretty exciting. And then, of course, being a delegate to Boys State, that kind of got me into actually volunteering every year since then. Yes, uh, as a funny as how a they counselor. funny exactly. how they grab you, yeah. right? <laughs> but but it's been fun though. That that kind of you know drew me into uh, meeting other people from both parties which is great because then you get to talk with them you know about you know and and yourself as you know what's what's your issues and what their issues and and uh, the most exciting part i think has been 
course every year well except this past year and last year mm-hmm. with the, the pandemic but uh, uh seeing the supreme court of tennessee in action and, and and just seeing how that how that goes and plus i've been able to you know interact with the justices when they're here at tennessee tech for boy state and so that that's been that's really uh, very interesting and, and well i think you know it's interesting you, you say in interacting with people with different parties and political beliefs is what you find out is they're just people it's kind of like the supreme court the state supreme court exactly they're people uh, they, they are and, and it's great to exactly. just be able to interact with them well some people you know have this picture of them you know driving you know being driven around and, and stuff but i mean when you're at, i mean they drive their own cars and you see them get out of there you know carrying their, their own, own stuff i mean right. they're i mean it, the chief justice of the supreme court carrying their own their own yeah. files and stuff and and just and, and i mean they're all people they person are. so it's uh it's uh they're very down to earth yeah so that's neat that's neat Uh, My guest today is Amos Powers. Uh, We'll get into all the different things that he's doing and where he works and everything else. And uh, it's just an honor today to have him on the show. Um, I've known about him for years and years. Our paths crossed when I worked for for Congressman Black. And uh, it's, um, you know, you talk about, you know, people driving their own car and everything else. People would be shocked that she'd roll up in her car and it was like 15 years old, you know, and they're Uh, like, wow, she doesn't drive a fancy car. I mean, that's an interesting story because uh, in 2013, I decided, you know, I'm going to, you know, put my name forward and run for office. And and I did. And I ran for uh, U.S. Congress. And. Um, of course, I know we'll probably talk about that in a little bit more, but yeah, that was very I, interesting. Well, to, that's interesting you say that you ran because me being on the official side, you know, we didn't really cross paths with any of our campaign people. I'd, it, I'd have people come up to me and go, hey, I worked on your boss's campaign. I went, what's it, your name? It, you exactly. Know? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And that's like me. I, I, I remember faces, yes. but I, I'm, I'm very bad with names. I can, if I know your face, yeah. I, I'll see it and remember it. But your name, it's uh, unless I see you every day or, or right. uh, quite a bit, uh, that's uh, I'll definitely forget your name. Yeah, but it's, it's, uh, so did you discover, I guess that's we're kind of off subject, but that's OK, is that did you discover that the um, congressional district was large? I did. I oh mean, it's gosh. just the amount of uh, counties that it had. But then even prior to that past congressional districts sure. here in Tennessee were sure. pretty big. It's amazing. So it, it is. It I is. covered 11 of her 17 counties. You know, we, we we had 15 originally, then we went up to 17, and I covered 11 of them. And I'm telling you, it, it just, you know, miles after miles after miles. Exactly. It, it added up it, quickly. It does. And it I does. can't imagine on oh, the campaign it, side. Exactly. Because you want to make sure you spend time appropriately in all the counties. You, you do. I, I think I may have put maybe 70,000 miles on my car just just imagine. driving around. But it, but it was enjoyable, though. I bet so. it was. I, I bet it was. Um, Amos Powers is our guest today. You're listening to the chat, and we will be back. Welcome back to the chat. I'm Michael Detweiler, your host. Today, our guest is Amos Powers. And when we went to the break, we were talking about fun things like him growing up over in Warren County and uh, graduating from uh, school in Spencer, Tennessee, and then coming to Tennessee Tech because he had been here for Boys State. And so so as you got um, as you graduated from Tech, did you see yourself in a role 
like somewhere in the political ar- arena or what kind of were you thinking in terms of a career? Well, when I graduated tech, I was kind of, you know, what, what did I want to do? And of course, I, I knew that I wanted to do something political. And, and at the time, of course, um, both well, my family, some were Republicans and some were Democrats. And so I kind of went to the Democratic side just because of at the time, some of the issues that sure. I kind of cared about at the sure. time they were working on and were for. And, and uh, but when I graduated tech, I also was thinking, you know, maybe I wanted to go to law school. And so I applied to uh, Lincoln Memorial uh, yeah. to their new law school in Knoxville and uh, was accepted. And I, I went for a semester. But uh, what kind of what, what what I did with that is, of course, I was working part time because I when I was going to school at tech, I was actually working at Coles part time yes. and, and sure. doing that. And so I wanted to keep that job because I wanted, you know, to keep working and, and stuff and still go to school. And at the time they had it where you could take classes at night with the law school. And so I was driving from Cookville to Knoxville uh, four days a week and still working part time and and studying and doing all that. And after a semester, I loved doing it. And I I was like, I've got to reevaluate. And so I I withdrew uh, from that. But then I started a a master's degree program from uh, Norwich University. Uh, It's the nation's oldest private military university. And and the reason kind of why I chose them is one, because of the classes that they were offering, mm-hmm. but, um, working for boy state, uh, they were actually there one year. And so I got to kind of see, you know, how they work with people that are, uh, already graduated and wanted to be a ma- in a master's program and, and working and had a, you know, starting a career at that time. And, and so I, uh, done that. It was a, uh, master's of arts in diplomacy. And so that was very, very interesting because I, I concentrated in uh, conflict management uh, and stuff. So it was very interesting, kind of the classes, but then also learning everything that went along with the degree as well. I tell you, in this pandemic world we live in, having a master's in diplomacy, that's that's kind of helpful. Yeah, you know? it is. And then people ask, you know, like, you know, what classes did we take? Of course, you know, it was like international law, international sure. relations, crisis management. So it was very interesting just kind of see um, what some of the uh, international organizations do to kind of help keep conflict down and, sure. and, and how diplomacy works just across the, across the board. So maybe one day working in an embassy somewhere in the uh, world. That, that's all that that, that's, that's always in the back of my yeah. mind. Of course, you know, I, I see a few things every now and then with, you know, uh, openings that they have and stuff sure. like that. So it's, it's always in the back of my mind with that. I've, I've kind of used some things that I've learned from that, like mediation and, and kind of, you know, keeping, uh, uh diplomatic, uh, relations, you know, kind of together and stuff with uh, different groups. And, sure. and that, that helps a lot because, I mean, when you're in any kind of political position, you want to work with different groups in the community. So that kind of, you know, helps you understand how they work and how to build a good relationship. Yeah. And and, and I agree with you because even, even on a local scale, in order to get, you know, certain things passed, whether it's through um, city council, whether it's through county commission, whether it's through the state legislature, you know, in either the House or the Senate, all the way up to the federal legislature, you know, you got to get along with people to get things accomplished. Exactly. You may you not do. get, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I may not get everything that I want in a bill and you won't get everything that you want in a bill. But I mean, if we can come to some kind of consensus, 
you, you get something good that could right. you know you can build upon that right. later on and right, then, right. then then whatever your differences are later on yeah. you can work those out and kind of say you know where can you come together on those yeah. and and maybe do something with that at a at a future time yes you're listening to amos powers here on the chat you know when i was working for congressman black one of the things that 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 frustrated us is that the Democrats in the House were happy to get three yards and and pick up and go to second down and pick up another three yards. We were always trying to throw these Hail Marys, to use a football analogy, you know, and a Hail Mary is a very low percentage pass, okay? And so it would be frustrating to us that, hey, we should be running the ball up the middle, be happy with our three yards and get up, dust ourselves off and do it again, you know. And so that was an analogy that I heard used several times during our years there. And so um, going back to your diplomacy, I, I've teased the former congressman about, hey, if you ever, you know, end up, you know, in a foreign country, you know, uh, um, it would be great that, you know, I'd be happy to pick up the family and move. Of course, I got to yeah. convince my wife that. But, you know, if she ends up the ambassador of Japan or something, I'd love to go because what an experience that would be. Exactly. And and I think uh, that's, you know, anybody that work, does any kind of work in that field mm-hmm. is just getting experiences that you are all of us would want to, sure. to do no, no matter what party or, or right, uh, right. Just, just the one be able to serve your country yeah. and in that kind of a role to represent you know the united states in another country is uh, would be uh, be great it would it would be great i don't know that i would want to go to conflict areas you know you know yeah. i mean you can name some of the countries yeah, exactly. i don't know that i would want to serve there but but i think about you know some of you know some some like I said, Japan. I don't know about South Korea, but I mean, I could go to Germany or or any of those. Exactly. And, I mean, Germany would be great. I had German classes when I was at Tech, and and kind of took the the German language courses there sure, and stuff. So sure. that that would be interesting just to go see. Uh, see what you learned about in the classroom here, and yeah. then see it there in person. What sort of work are you doing now? Uh, now I work for uh, Therapeutic Interventions. Okay. Uh, we're a foster care agency. Yes. Um, our main office is in Nashville, but we have an office here in Cookville that serves the Upper Cumberland and, and East Tennessee. And so we've uh, it's been an agency that's been working for about 20 years. Uh, and we of course, we work with the Department of Children's Services and uh, help them place kids with foster parents. And so we, we recruit foster parents and, and uh and also do their case management for them. Okay, so you do the follow-ups. and, and Yeah, I handle else. all the administrative and marketing aspects for our agency. That's great. I, I was telling Amos off-air that my daughter and her husband uh, have been foster parents for the, for the system as well and have had a great experience with two children that they took in. One was eight days old oh, wow. when they that, got her, and then they had her for eight months. And then they got right after that, they got an eight month old that had been removed from a home and they had him for almost a year. And what's interesting is they still babysit for the family. Oh, wow. That's so great. they that's formed great. a relationship through this. And of course, that's always the best case it scenario. Is. It and is. It doesn't always work out, mm-hmm. but, but, um, but they were able to. You know, build a relationship. Exactly. And of course, uh, there's, you know, thousands of kids in state care and yes. we want to make sure they have a family or, or someone, you know, they can, you know, be feel safe with and, yes. and be able to have 
their childhood and and, and experience you know good things in life you're listening to amos powers here on the chat welcome back to the chat my guest today is amos powers and amos when we went to the break we were talking about uh your position um in helping children get a foster home uh, i just think that's honorable and i'm just glad that you're doing it so tell us uh politically are you still active what are you doing there uh, i am I, I currently serve right now as the chair of the local democratic party but it, i kind of got into that role um as we said earlier, I ran for uh, office yes. uh, in 2013. I decided I said, I want to, you know, step up and run for office. And I ran for uh, the U.S. Congress. Yes. And, uh, of course, my opponent was a uh, representative black. Yes. And um, that was a really good experience because, um, one, um, it's been told to me that we've had that we had the cleanest campaign in the country because about that? we 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 focused on the issues sure. and we didn't. We didn't attack each other, right. and we wanted to make sure you know people knew where we stood. Absolutely, but we we were able to you know stay on the issues, and 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 people uh, people that talked to me said that was yes. you know the best part of it, and plus I was able to meet democrats republicans independents and just see you know what what was the need here in tennessee and and that was a really good experience and of course um at the election of course i didn't didn't win um and so i that's always hard but uh but i called representative black and we had a really good conversation and i'm very thankful for that because sometimes that doesn't work out for, for for other candidates yeah um but after that, I said, you know, I wanted to stay active politically and um, started doing things with the local Democratic Party and uh, became the, the chair of that and have been doing that for uh, since 2015. OK. And then um, earlier this year, they uh, said, you know, of course, the election commission, uh, the state election commission appoints the local uh, election commissioners. And that was coming up. And uh, they asked if anyone was interested. And I said yes. And mm-hmm. uh, so I put my name forward and, and uh uh, then the local party uh, made you know a vote that to, to sure. appoint and send it to the uh, state election commission, and then so now I've uh, kind of transitioned from the political side to the to the election sure. side of, of the spectrum. That's neat. It um, I, I've worked the last couple of elections, you know, volunteering slash getting paid, you know, as, exactly as a election person. My mom's done it for years and years. And so she handed my name off to Michelle and she goes, oh, I'll call him, you know. And so it's just been a blast. And I, I think the public in general doesn't understand that we have an election commission. We have a lot of folks who work at the election commission and it takes an army of people to pull off an election. It it does. I mean, I know that they're always looking for, you know, people to work the election, um, especially during when they have a Democratic or Republican primary, because a lot of people don't realize that if they have a Republican primary, only Republicans can work that primary and only Democrats can work. Uh, the Democratic primary, yeah. and of course they're now they're held on the same same day, so they try to keep it balanced, with, you know, to make it fair. Sure, and and, uh, and so they're always looking for uh, people to sign up to become election workers. You, you know, you get paid for mm-hmm. for that. Uh, we will train you, um, yes. and it's 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 just a good experience because you can see the the electoral process yeah. uh, in person and, and see it up neat. front. It's, it is it's neat it is. to see it. So so let me ask you this: so you go to your first meeting. Um, 
did they elect you to any kind of office, the group of, what, five of y'alls? Because that, that happened to Phil. He shows up for his yeah. first meeting, he gets elected chair, and he's like, what in the world? Well, and, and as you said, we, got, we have five commissioners. Um, of course, we're all appointed by the State Election Commission. Sure. And, of course, they, they it's uh, three Republicans and two Democrats right, right now because it's based on who's in charge of both a a combination of both houses of the state legislature. And so since the Republicans are in charge, they have the majority of the local uh, election commissions. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we, of course we had our first uh, meeting after being appointed in April and uh, the two Democrats, myself and the other commissioner, Mm -hmm. uh, I was appointed the secretary of the commission. So, uh, and and, and a lot of people don't realize that um, whatever party is the chair, the opposite party has to be the secretary. Okay, interesting. And so, so that's that's another so you interesting. Got, so, so then you got appointed exactly. chair. See, I didn't know that that, yep. that that if that if say one party has the chairmanship, then the other party becomes the secretary. So, so I guess that forces you and Phil to communicate a lot. Yeah, and, it? and and I will have to say, I mean, it's not. Uh, it's been a really good experience because yeah. I think so far we've worked really all of us really well together. Uh, we've had really good discussions, and of course, our last meeting was a good discussion over social media. Sure, and absolutely. and uh, you know we had a good discussion on that because you know some were for, some were against, sure. and and it's always good to have those discussions no matter what because sure. then you know but 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 we've worked really good together and so far, and I think we'll always continue yeah. to work good together because of course you know when we come in we can't come in as a Democrat or Republican right. and, and do the work there. We have to be impartial, sure. and that's a state requirement and 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 so I, we we work really well together and that that helps us maintain integrity of the process it and does. and then also you know to get uh, of course we always want more people involved and and more people to come to the meetings and and, and see it see it in action because yeah. a lot of people don't don't attend so that's always a um that's one thing I always try to encourage people that I see or sure. before the meeting. So, you know, come, come on out and see us uh, yeah. in action and see what check we do. Check out the election commission. Check out the county commission. Check out city council. Exactly. I, I'm on the BZA, Board of Zoning Appeals. We literally have no one who comes to our meeting unless you have business in front of exactly. us. Exactly. And so I would encourage people, like like you said, come out and see it. Um, it's interesting, when I was working um on the election, at the elections office, the um, I was counting the absentee ballots. And so we had a Republican and a Democrat helping to count the ballots with the microvote people. And it was very interesting doing that sort of thing. And what was fun during our breaks is from time to time we would see the the board coming exactly, yeah. coming through during election day. And they had split up the places that they were all going. So they could go out and check on how things were going out at the precincts. And so it was fun getting to know everybody there. Some I knew a little bit, some I didn't know at all. So I'm looking forward to the next election so I can work it again. Me too. I'm looking forward to it too, you know, being part of the commission and and making sure, you know, that it's it's run well. It always has been, but, uh, you know, it's a, I look forward to that. And of course, next year we have three elections coming up and which will be a very busy year. Uh, so I, I'm, that's going to uh, be really fun to, to do and be a part of. I'm really hoping we get past the pandemic so that we can have, because it was difficult for Michelle and her team to attract people to come and work because obviously people were concerned about it. It, it was. And I know she had reached out to both parties and it was hard you know, for, for anybody that... Uh, 
usually works the election to you know decide if they even wanted to do yeah. it this time around. And, and, and I, I think some people were had concerns too about just their own safety because it was a contentious election. Yeah, and, I, I and, think and so. so there was there was some of that. Thank you for being here today. Well, thank you for having me. I've, I've had a great a great experience and love talking to you about awesome. any of this. Awesome. You're listening to Amos Powers and Michael Detweiler on the chat. Have a great day.